Hello and welcome to the Codec Moments podcast with me, your host this week, Matt Holt. And joining me for our very special end of the decade gaming quiz is Andy Brown. Hello. And Ali Cornwall. Hello. Hello, fellas. Are you ready for this? I don't know. I'm drinking gingerbread beer and it is garbage. (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't sound good. Awful. It's not going to help you. I don't think it might. It might ease uh, the the painful time that we're about to go through with um, a decade's worth of gaming questions. Uh, if it's anything like last year's quiz, we might be giving up halfway through. <laughs> Just to clarify, because time is a precious commodity these days. Um, does that mean we're going to be here for a decade answering questions, or are they questions on the decade? It depends how long it takes to answer them, really, doesn't it? Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Great. Okay. <laughs> Right, so format of the quiz this year is I've got 10 years, I've got a couple of questions for each year, and some bonus questions throughout. For bonus questions, I will need fingers on buzzers. So could you do me a favour and play me your buzzers so I know who's who, Andy? Batman Scoop Crooked Glen. (laughs) Nice. Brilliant. And Ali. He's hungry like a wolf. Yeah, nice. Excellent. <laughs> Good reuse of sound bites. <laughs> so it's excellent. So when we hit bonus rounds, it's fastest finger first to give me an answer. But as we go through, I've got basically them set up as numbers one and two through the year. We are only doing two questions per year, so no need to panic about how long this will actually take. But I need a heads <laughs> or a tails from one of you. So, Ali, heads or tails? Heads is number one, tails is number two. Heads. And it's tails, so you're getting number two. The ICA coin never fails me. (laughs) So that means, Andy, you are all question number ones. Ali, you are all question number twos. If one of you fails to get it, it's over to the other one to have a stab at it. Most questions are worth a point. If they're worth more than that, I'll let you know as we go through. Oh. Is it all clear? Yeah. Yes. Right, let's start in 2010, and it brought us a stellar year of games in the form of the likes of Bioshock 2, Heavy Rain, Mass Effect 2, Alan Wake, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker, that's just to name a few. But, Mr. Brown, yeah, the 5th of January saw the first releases of 2010 and of the decade, with four <laughs> titles coming out on the same day. Can uh. you name one of them? No. <laughs> the only clue I can give you is two of them were actually re-releases. Uh, so what, they'd have been on... Oh, God, they'd have been on PS3 and 360, right? Yes, they would. So 2010, what was going to be re-released on those platforms in 2010? Are they are they significant titles or am I f***ing in the wind? Three, no, three of them are. Three of them you will definitely know. Uh, I'm almost guessing you've played two of them. Which re-released on the 360? Yes. Or the PS3. Yes. Jesus, that doesn't help. I'll give up with the clues. I think they're confusing you more. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, uh, what was that? What was that? Hack and slash. There are two. There are two titles I can think of the Wii that might have come across, and one of them would be something like was it Red Steel or something like that? Is that your final answer? Oh, oh, there are four. I get more than one guess, right? Uh, there, are, there are four titles. You just need to name one of them. Well, I don't know. Red Steel, The Conduit, 
I don't know. I can't even remember. I'm trying to think of where I was living at the time and why I was playing. <laughs> I know, right? It's a long time ago, ten years. Oh man. I'd have had a I'd have had a three sixty because I didn't get my PS3 until January the year after. In fact, I may not have owned, I may not have even had a three sixty until February of, of twenty ten. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. That's the conduit or red steel or something like that, if it's a if it's a wee tile. It was none of those. Uh, Ali, do you want to guess before I reveal the answers? The only thing that springs to mind is maybe Bayonetta. Mr. Cornwall gets a point. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'll give you that one. Well done. Yeah, there were four released on the 5th of January. Divinity 2 Ego Draconis, which is the one I've never heard of. Uh, Bayonetta, Darksiders, and Fable uh-huh. 2 Game of the Year Edition. Oh, okay. Fable 2. So, you know, three, three awesome reasonably game. heavy hitters there. Mm. Okay, Ali, over to your question then. Red Dead Redemption rode into town on the 18th of May in 2010 and brought a genuine love of westerns to our consoles, as well as an iconic score. Can you name either of the composers? No. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to fly through this, aren't we? (laughs) No. No, unless it's unless it's John Williams or someone like that. Yeah, I've got a clue. I don't know any gaming composers off the top of my head. <laughs> Fair enough, Andy. Over <laughs> to you. I, I, I don't know. In in the same way that if you asked me a question about voice acting, I would probably say Troy Baker. I'm going to go with Harry Gregson Williams. No, no, it was uh, Bill Elm and Woody Jackson. I oh I yeah, of course. Don't know. I genuinely thought. <laughs> you get neither of those questions, so you know I'm I'm being proved right at the moment. <laughs> oh, you're not because you, you got Bayonetta. I've never even played. Uh, this is right. I'm not a proper gamer. I've never played a Bayonetta game. No, it's just just got a sword, and got big tits. So have I. <laughs> this is not boding well for the next nine years. So let's hope it well, changes. It hasn't, it hasn't done us that well for the past six. So <laughs> yeah. So let's try 2011 then. Uh, and that year, in came Nintendo with the 3DS giving people headaches and vomiting attacks when they tried them out in stores. Sonic turned 20 years old, and in March, the world was stunned by the 9.0 magnitude Tohoku earthquake, which devastated the island with tsunamis. Aside from the effects it obviously had on the humanitarian side, it had a massive impact on the gaming industry, causing delays and cancellations for titles planned for the coming months. What I'd like to know, Andrew... Sony had an interesting way of donating to the earthquake fund. Can you tell me what it was? Oh, no. Um, is it something to do with PlayStation Home? No, but I'll let you expand it a bit further. Nothing no, to do with I, Home, No, I don't though. think I can. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It was, it, it was nine years, one wedding, and two children ago. I don't have a f***ing clue. <laughs> okay. Ali? I, th- I think it was something on, on the Home or something you could buy on your playstation to help donate towards it or something i'm gonna give you a point it was uh they created a special dynamic theme that you could buy and the proceeds went to the charity well done was that the one at the boxing day is that the tsunami then it was in march was that a different one i think that's a different boxing day your question then ali konami shut down the servers for one game indefinitely due to the disruption what game was it dead or alive no do you want to steal it, Andy? Uh, oh, could, I don't know. Was it Pro Evo Soccer? No. It was Metal Gear Online. Oh, didn't know that. Oh, do you know, I, I only ever played that once. And obviously not in March. No, <laughs> clearly not. 
Yeah, then they shut it down. That would make sense. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Right then. Well, let's go to a bonus question. Fingers on buzzers. Batman Arkham City was released towards the end of 2011. Which film did you have to buy to get the Sinestro Corps outfit? Venice, I'm looking at Ali for this one. He's hungry like a wolf. Was it The Dark Knight? No. That might have been too obvious. Batman Scoop Crook and Glenn. Batman Begins? No. No, that's 2009. Wouldn't know that. Uh, it was Green Lantern on Blu-ray. Oh, what? Everyone's oh, forgot about no that one, dog film. No, no, wonder, no wonder nobody's got that skin. <laughs> <laughs> the clue was in the name, the oh, Sinestro Corps outfit. But anyway. Right then, 2012. And it was the 25th anniversary of Metal Gear Solid. And the HD collection was ported to the Vita, as well as Snake Eater being released for the 3DS. So these questions are about our second favourite game series. Go on then, Andy. Chance to redeem yourself slightly here. Do you know how many platforms the Metal Gear games have appeared on in total? Jesus. I'll let it go three either way. Okay. I'm going to go with ten. And let it go three either way. It's not right. No. Ali. Want to have a guess? Fifteen. And fifteen. Going three either way. Isn't right. It's a whopping... 22. 22? 22 platforms the Metal Gear games have been on. Until Andy got it right, I was going 11, because I tried to work it out as in, like, all the generations of PlayStation. I was thinking, okay, so so NSX or NES. Before you carry on, Andy, I'll give you two bonus points if you can name seven of the platforms it's been on. Oh, that's easy. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, um, PlayStation, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, PSP, Vita. Was that six? Yeah, that's six. Xbox 360 with the... That's seven. Connection. Yeah, there you go. That's a bonus point out of that. So that's two bonus points. Yeah. <laughs> well done. <laughs> nice. Uh, you could have also had the original Xbox, Xbox One, uh, Game Boy Color, GameCube, Windows, Mobile, DOS... MXX2, Engage, 3DS, NES, NVIDIA (laughs) Shield, OSX, the Wii, and Commodore 64. Well, there you go. Right then, Ali. Wow. Test your Metal Gear knowledge. How many different types of Metal Gear are there in the canon? And I'll do the same again. (laughs) Give or take three. In a a printing factory. (laughs) And I want the serial numbers for everyone. That's part two of the question. 30? 30. Give or take three is not correct. Mr. Brown, would you like to try and steal a point? I'll try and steal a point, yeah. So are we, are we talking like full size? Uh, we're talking what's classed as a Metal Gear. You can have all the points on offer, which are three points, if you get it within three of the correct total amount and can name me five of them. Okay. Shagahod. Yes. Peace Walker. Yes. The Rex yes. and Ray. Yes. Metal Gear. That's five. That's five. Uh, there's the one from MGS <laughs> 5, which I can't actually remember the name of, but I, but that is one of them. So <laughs> oh, yes, of Gear. course, there's one in MGS 5. You can have a stab at the name. Yeah. Um, Sahalanthropus. Oh, that was it, yeah. 
Yeah, Jesus. And then... Oh, that's all I can come up with is six, if I'm honest. Uh, because I'm not sure... Uh, right, because in MGS4, it's just Rex and Ray, isn't it? There isn't a... Unless you count that little walk-in, like... You're counting the little, yeah, Ocelot's robot thing. The Mark 2 and the Mark 3. And are you are you counting the are you counting the Walker things that people get in in MGSV or MGS four? Uh, no, I don't okay, think. Okay, cool. They're not on the list. Okay, um, and I, I've got seven then. So you've case. got your two bonus points. How many give or take three do you think there are in total? <laughs> no, in Kojima, uh, <laughs> this, I don't know. Is this, are we including like all the all the ones that he's vaguely mentioned in cutscenes or something ridiculous like that? Uh, if they've been in the games, the part of the game. Um, what did what did Andy go with? Thirty. 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 I'm going to go a dozen. A dozen, give or take three. Thanks. Three bonus points to you. There are fourteen nice. Metal Gears. You got most of uh, them. Uh, you missed Arsenal Gear. Uh, you missed the Intercontinental uh, Ballistic Missile Gear, the Gecko, Zeke, uh, Excelsus, and Walker Gear. Of course, oh, yeah, of course, because yeah, because there were there were multiple ones in Peace Walker, weren't there? Yes, but yeah, that's, that's right. And, and I'd completely forgotten about Arsenal Gear and the Ascending Colon. That's some proper fandom there. I'll, I'll let you have that one, Andy. <laughs> right. So uh, there we go. I feel like you're uh, you're pulling it back round a little bit. With your Metal Gear knowledge. So let's shuffle on to 2013. Uh, and in that year, we went live in the July with our website. Yay! Yeah. Uh, both the PS4 and Xbox One were released in November, just one week apart. Uh, and both made it easier to be more social when playing. Streaming felt like it started to kick in now that specialised equipment wasn't needed. Uh, you could do things off the platform. And the holders had a bit of a job tackling those that broke terms and conditions. In fact, being a bit naughty on the console seemed to hit the headlines fairly regularly. Andy, which service was being used to live stream adult material from one of the consoles? Adult material from one of the consoles? Yes. Ooh, um... I'm trying to think which live services it was, because there's those... It was Twitch. So I will... was on there. YouTube YouTube didn't come till later, and then there was that other one that nobody uses. Um... I will cl- I'll clarify. I've said service. It is strictly a game. Oh, right. Is this is something like, you know, dick pics on Uno. <laughs> it's, it isn't that, but that is one example. <laughs> uh, I don't know. All I've got is dick pics on Uno, if I'm honest. <laughs> That's quite a good answer. I might give you half a point for that one. Uh, Ali, you want to take a guess? So what's the question again? Someone was... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying, Matt? What? <laughs> Which game was being used to live stream adult material. Forza Motorsport 5? No. Because I know people were doing dodgy things, putting... There's a point on... I, I don't know if it was just on the Forza game, but there was a game where you could put actual images on as liveries and stuff as well. Uh, Is that what you're on about? No, no, this was genuine live stream pornography. It oh, okay. was the playroom on the PS4. The little uh, no, I never knew that. AR bot game uh, and those poor little things we could do nothing but watch in horror. Oh. So yeah, genuinely that that uh, caused a few issues. All right then, Ali. <laughs> we'll go to your question then. So it comes as no surprise, based on that, that some gamers use their consoles for their special alone time. 
But according to Pornhub, there's one console that's used more than most. Can you tell me which one it is and what percentage it had in its first year of release? I'm going to guess at the PS4, and I would say 80%. And Mr. Brown, would you like to take a guess? Because that's incorrect. (laughs) Sorry, what was the question again? (laughs) So according to Pornhub, there's one console that's used more than most for watching special films. Can you tell me which one had the highest percentage share in its first year? I, I hope it was the Wii. I hope it was the Wii browser. <laughs> just being like, you know, 70%. Just people dangling their Wii wand. Oh. <laughs> oh. No. Uh, no, actually, in the, in the first year of release, um, it was the Xbox One with 45.7%, uh, and the PS4 with 40%. Well, you learn a fascinating new fact every day, don't you? You also learn that you have to very rapidly clear your browser history when searching for these stats. Or just go incognito. Yeah. Yeah, It helps if you you remember to do that first. Well, there you go. You have it. The first ever end-of-year quiz compiled entirely using a Tor browser. (laughs) (laughs) So bonus question time. Fingers on buzzers. In the UK... On which day are you most likely to use your console to visit Pornhub? Fat Mad Scoop Crooked Glen. Wednesday. I'm going Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday. Feels like a Wednesday activity. Hump day. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ali, have a crack. Are you, are you after just an actual day? Just an actual day of the week, yeah. He's hungry <laughs> like no, I want a the day. wolf. <laughs> Friday night. No, Friday's the least likely day, apparently. Sunday. Oh. Sunday is the most Sunday. used day, oh. according to visits. After a stressful week, That's you need God's a day. <laughs> Okay, so there you go. It turns out that neither of you know much about f***ing over your consoles. That's probably a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving on. Yeah, with the smut out of the way, let's head to 2014. And it's the year that EA shut down Mythic, Irrational Games closed, Neversoft was merged with Infinity Ward, and Gamergate dominated the summer. So a bit rubbish, really. Andy, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition arrived in January after having its previous generation release in 2013. Desperate for something to play on the new consoles, it sold well and helped Crystal Dynamics in the right direction for the next two games in the series. But on its release, what number instalment was Tomb Raider? Oh, crikey. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, seven. Nope. Ali? Tenth. Yes. Oh, nice. Good answer. Yeah, because you've got, like, is that, I presume that is including uh, Tomb Raider Go and stuff like that. Uh, no, no, it was just the tenth oh, instalment. I think that came after anyway, didn't it? So, so here we go. go. Just preempting your next question then, Ali. <laughs> Square Enix Montreal took the Hitman series <laughs> in a new direction with Hitman Go, a beautifully rendered board game style puzzle game. Its success meant that other franchises got the Go treatment. Do you know which they were? Deus Ex and Tomb Raider. <laughs> Correct. Uh, very nice. And I tell you what, I'll give one of you a bonus point if you can tell me the only other game that Square Enix Montreal created. Oh, Batman. Uh, uh, I'll stop you. I'll I'll save your brain. No, it's not that one. <laughs> oh, I can't remember the name of that. Oh, that was that was, that was someone else, wasn't it? Neither of you is leaping in. No. I think all the ones I'm thinking of are monolith. 
It's Hitman Sniper. Ah. Mobile game. Okay. Moving on to 2015 then. And it was time for Fallout 4 to be unleashed. And it landed with mixed reactions. Some thought it was the best of the series, others not too happy with the direction it took. Regardless of your point of view, it remains one of the biggest and most detailed post-apocalyptic adventures to date. It also (laughs) heralded Bethesda's foray into the pay mechanics arena with Fallout Shelter coming to mobile devices. But Andy, Fallout 4 wasn't the only wasteland to feature in this year. EGX moved to Birmingham. Which shooter was crowned Game of the Show there? In 2015? 2015's EGX, which shooter was crowned Game Uh, of the Show? Destiny. Incorrect. Oh. Mr. Cornwall. Battlefront. Is correct. Well done. It was very well received at the show. So I'll lead on to yours. The show also featured some heavy VR presence. Really about the a one year. about Andy fell over, or is that a different show? <laughs> that might, that's a different. Yeah. <laughs> Do you not remember that when you was what? on that platform with the special feet, and you were playing Fallout, and you had to come oh, walking, God, yeah, and you just went arse over to it. <laughs> no, I've got that, that clip awful, somewhere. That was brilliant. Was that 2016? It's. I think it was 16 or 17, wasn't it? I don't think we was were it? at the first one in oh, Birmingham. Oh, no. Oh, God, you had forgotten about that. I've clearly blanked out. <laughs> yeah, there's like, basically like these Crocs bloody Teflon shoes, wasn't it? Teflon Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I'm trying to funny. play uh, Ali. Fallout 4 in VR and stacking it. I think, Ali, you've got the video. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Thank oh. God it was in the old days before HD. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was 4K. Anyway. VR had a heavy presence uh, ahead of the major releases, but can you tell me which three appeared there for the first time? VR games? VR, VR consoles, platforms, whatever you want to call them. Well, Rift, Oculus, and PSVR? Isn't Oculus Rift? It's the same thing. Is it the same thing? So you Oculus Rift, PSVR. Yeah. Can you name the other one? No. No. Andy? I've tip of my tongue, but I can't. I can see the logo. Oh, no, I've got. <laughs> no? No, I, I, I don't know. I thought we were going to try and steal. Uh, Ali, you can have half a point for two of them. It's the HTC Vive. Ah, Vive, that's it, yeah. 2016. Felt a bit of a swan song year in many respects. The Uncharted series wrapped up Nathan Drake's adventures. The Last Guardian eventually made it out. Hitman nearly lost its player base, making us play Paris over and over for months. The division under-delivered on the marketing hype, and we got Resident Evil 6. Was there anything that could buoy the gaming mood aside from PSVR? So Andy, Dirt Rally brought the hardcore back to the genre and sped out of early access on PC to power slide onto consoles. How many barrel rolls have been completed in the game in total by the community as of today? I'm sorry, but how come Ali gets named three types of VR system? And I get, you know, this game came out and there was a flower on the cover. How many petals did it have? For fuck's sake. This is completely imbalanced. If You know, if the time costs had gone the wrong way at the beginning, you'd have Ali's question. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how many right. barrel okay. rolls before. How many barrels? And you didn't let me finish, but to the nearest 500,000. I'll take an answer. To the nearest 500,000? Yes. What in what? Since the game, since the came, game out. came out in 2016, oh, what what is the barrel roll 
in the car anyway. What do you have to do? What, just stack it? Yes, that no, it's when you much. flip it, like literally roll it over. And it lands on its so wheel. So from door to door. So, so crashing it. Yeah. How many people have crashed their cars? Yeah, how, yeah, how many barrel rolls? Gone. Oh, I don't know. Um, it's, 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 either, it's either close to 500,000 or no, it's no, a really big No, no, to number. the nearest 500,000, I will oh, take right, your okay. answer. That gives you an idea on the scale we might be at um, with this. 33 million. Oh! 26 and a half million. You weren't that far out. <laughs> and you give me a chance to steal then. Just yeah, I know. What a, waded in I, with I, the, I, the it, answer. It's just whining away, so I'm shifting on. <laughs> right, Ali then. Arguably one of our favourite games of 2016, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. It came from the Chinese room and demonstrated that the term walking simulator is just a really <laughs> phrase used by people who have no soul. What year was the game set in? No, I've not played it. <laughs> I don't know. Eight, uh, 1994. 1994? Incorrect. I'll give you a chance to steal, Andy, so you can have a straight question. Oh, he gets a chance to steal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what year was everybody's gone to the rapture? 19... 1980? No, it was 1984. Ah, oh, damn, I for that. Bonus question time, then. Things on buzzers. What links the Dirt series and Everybody's Gone to the Rapture in 2016? He's hungry like a wolf. I think it was Andy Just. Is it? Is it the number of barrel rolls that you have done before? <laughs> That's on the same line as mine. <laughs> <laughs> Quite clearly not. Uh, what links them? I don't know. Do they, do they both have tracks in Yorton? <laughs> what a thing, quite nice. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. Ali? No, I, uh, I the guess. They were released on the same day. I was going to say they both have dirt in them, but... I can't give you any points. You weren't a million miles away. They were both the PS Plus offerings in November 2016. Dirt 3 and Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. 2017... Let's see if you can remember anything from 2017. It was a belter of a year, and we could argue it's the best decade for releases with Prey, Horizon Zero Dawn, What Remains of Edith Finch, Hellblade, Cuphead, Near Automata, and Superhot. There were also returns to form with Resident Evil 7, Assassin's Creed Origins, and Gran Turismo Sport. Andy. Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands surprised us because it was massive, had full co-op squad support, and featured the hard as nails predator mission. How big was its map, and was that bigger than just cause threes? There's two points on offer here. Ah, uh, it was. And given you did this to me in a quiz in 2017, you should know the answers. I know. I'm going to go out on a limb and say just cause three is bigger. Yes, it is. And the wildlands map is tonight. 200 square miles or something. You do it in square kilometres? <laughs> That's what I've got it written down. Three. <laughs> <laughs> nice round number. It's going to be 200 square kilometres. No, it's 400. I'm pretty sure that's what 200 square miles is in square <laughs> kilometres. No, you're way out. <laughs> it's 520 square, square kilometres. 
There's a point there for uh, Just Cause map being bigger. Ali. It wasn't all great through the year with games, though. Mass Effect Andromeda failed to capture anyone's imagination at all. It got some reasonable critical reviews, but what is the current Metacritic rating for both the professional and user reviews as of today? 3.9? Is that for the professional or the user? It mixes them. The professional ones are out of 100. I think the user ones are out of 10. Oh, okay. 39, then. (laughs) 39 for the professional. And the user? Four? No. Neither of those. Andy, would you like to try and pinch point? Uh... Zero. <laughs> zero. Zero and zero. I hope it's zero. I really want it to be zero. No, it's uh, it's about 70-ish for the professional, because it depends on platform, and 49 for the user. That's solid. Seven out of ten. Pretty much. Right, bonus question. Fingers on buzzers. Shadow Warrior 2 made an unexpected return and gave us some ridiculous shoot and slash action. What's the name of the star of the games? Batman Scoop Crooked Clan. Tuck Thunderhorse. Surprisingly, no. I, I don't know, I've not played it. Is it Johnny Ninja? No. It is Low Wang. <laughs> I genuinely I thought that was I thought that was the easiest question on the quiz. If you've naming, played the game. Naming a game yeah, character right. <laughs> for a game series that's been around for twenty odd years. How many hairs are in his character model? Yeah. Go on. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll give you the point if you can tell me that. What? I'll give you the point if you can tell me how many hairs are in his character model. There aren't. He's a ninja. He's got a hood on, so they didn't bother modeling the hair. Hey, he doesn't wear a hood. There's none. Zero. The correct answer is zero, because he's bald. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excellent. You can have Excellent. a point. I got a sarcastic point. <laughs> yes. Point for sarcasm. Any Xbox questions on this bad boy or what? It was on the Xbox. Right, 2018. Only last year. So got to get something right here. (laughs) So it was another great year. Studios found the stride, got the rhythm with the latest console generation and produced some great VR games. Uh, Things like Beat Saber being a runaway success. Marvel Spider-Man survived a puddle downgrade controversy and turned out to be one of the most playable superhero games ever. And Fortnite took over the world, at least in the public. I I think it had been conquered the world way before 2018. But Andy, two games in particular dominated awards season. Which two games were they? 2018? Yes, and a point for each. Really bad, I just can't remember what came out they're going to be really obvious ones that are going to kick myself. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is one of them. And. No, I can't. Oh, no, I can only think of Red Dead. Uh, Ali, want a chance at the other one? It's one of two in my head. Might not be either. God of War? That's mm. right. Yep. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2 and God of War. Okay, Alec, your question then. An industry legend shuttered his studio in 2018. Who is he? And what was the developing studio's name? I would say this is a massive Xbox question. So, Peter Monahue? No. Andy? I was going to go Molyneux as well, actually. Yeah. Um, with Lion's Head, but yeah. uh, I don't know. Um, you said it's a massive Xbox question now, which makes me 
wonder what it is. Uh, I could, uh, Tim Schafer? It was Cliff Blazinski and Bosky Productions. Oh, God, yeah. The man behind Gears of War. Never played one of those. Oh, what? Just Neither have I. Bulky shooter man game, isn't it? It's just oh, boring. They're great. It's boring. You get a Gatling or like a machine gun with a chainsaw on the end of it. What more do you want? Yeah. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> right then. Let's get into the final year and get this over with. Yeah. Hopefully we might be able to remember something. <laughs> I, look, I look at these questions I, I'm, and I'm I've putting got this out there no now. I had a child hope. in 2019. I can't remember what my name is half the time. Yeah, I've, I've got no hope on this one. I've just got a bad memory. <laughs> right. End of the decade. It's been a solid year, especially given the competition over the last few years. Death Stranding, Sekiro, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Dirt Rally 2, Control. Loads for us to sink our teeth into. Uh, but there was just as much happening behind the scenes as there was within the games themselves. Andy, who retired from the Sony Corporation after 35 years and has been instrumental in turning their fortunes around? Andrew Hausman? Nope. Over to Ali? I don't know his name. <laughs> the main, you know, that main guy. guy, that guy. That. I don't know his name, but that guy. <laughs> yeah, he works for Sony. Guy. The guy yeah. who does all the E3 presentations. Yeah. Lo Wang. <laughs> Lo Wang. <laughs> little Wayne. <laughs> Instrumental in their strategic direction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, Kaz Hirai. Ali, who announced they were returning to publish games on Steam after an eight-year absence this year? Microsoft. No. Andy? Was it Valve? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's EA. Uh. No. I literally didn't know that. Have they shut down Origin or something? I, I don't know if they're shutting Origin down, but they're definitely moving back to Steam. Or ha- already have done. Right then. Oh, did that go as well as you thought it would? <laughs> what? The, the final quarter? We haven't finished the questions yet. Oh, God, have we not, really? Oh. <laughs> no, no, I've got another bonus question to go. We'll probably make no difference in the points. So, worth two points, if you can give me name of the game, and the date. So what was the last official game release of the decade? I'm beginning to think it's something you both need. Sleep. <laughs> Fat Mad Scoop Crooked Clan. Is it a is it a nicer co host who answers easier questions? No. Damn. Have we got no clues at all? No. Uh, the only thing I've it's quite late on was Pokemon, but Okay. Yeah, that might no, not genuinely, be genuinely, genuinely. I've not been, not been tracking the December releases. Last game of the decade was released on the 27th of December, and it was Brain Age Nintendo Switch Training. Oh, uh, all right. Yeah. I suggest you both pick it up. <laughs> well, we don't need the tie-break question because you're both not tied. And <laughs> Andy is the winner. With nine and a half points to Ali's seven and a half. Dear Lord, how did that happen? Wow, I got that many. (laughs) (laughs) I am am quite surprised. Between you, you scored 17 out of a possible 35. If it hadn't been for that Metal Gear question, I would have been considerably further behind. (laughs) Yes. Yes, you would. I'll give one of you the chance of going out on a high. I'll do the tiebreak question. How many games... 
were available on the Stadia on the 31st of December 2019, the last day of the decade. 27. Ali? 24. And Andy's the closest at 26. <laughs> he, he does own it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you've both got buddy passes, so you can't give me that, we mister. Have. Oh, Stadia friend. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord, there's few of us out there. <laughs> Well, there we go. That's the gaming quiz of the decade over with. I've got a really weird feeling that those are still better scores than last year when we had Mr. Cullen on. But I can't remember. That was an experience. I, I'll be honest, I like being on the asking side more than I do the answering. <laughs> yes, we, we know that. Let's move on to the Codec Momentum. Right, so it's been um, an interesting year for Codec Momentum. We um, That's one way of putting it. We... <laughs> we <laughs> we've had our highs and i'm not gonna die we've had our lows and more more on that to come really so let's let's finish up the um the leaderboard for 2019 where do we end up with the controversial why do i feel like i'm saying that too much this year the controversial topic that we had for december which was dl December, and uh Put it out there now. Apologies if you didn't like it because you felt it was exclusionary because you have a console or a system that doesn't track uh, trophies or achievements for DLC. I'm sorry, but it was a name I came up with probably in January of last year, and we liked it, so um, we we went with it. Tough. Yeah, <laughs> tough luck. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's been has it has it affected the leaderboards much? Uh, Maybe. <laughs> only in the same way that a hurricane picking it up and dropping it all back in random order would have done. You could say yes. Which, to be fair, was the other alternative we'd come up with. So um, <laughs> let's let's do the rundown. So the final 2019 Codec Momentum leaderboard, and quite probably the final leaderboard ever, in at number 21, it's at Lucendien. And in 20, it's Welsh Benno. Oh, Oh, if we do it, this could be the last one. You can't just go and say that and not do a Kelly. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and then at 19, we've got Kia Soze 13. At 18, we've got S Barnet 82. Good old Stuart. And joint 16th, we've got Justin Knowles and Afro Gear. So in joint 14th position, it's Tainted Shirt and Kevney. Uh, and. <laughs> I'm getting old. I, I need very focused to be able to read this. The writing has gone really small. Uh, at number 13, it's... Oh, it's me, Glenn Glandy. It is. And, and virtually no points scored since March. Yeah. Start of the mean, year well. I'm not going to lie. I, I had a really good start to the year, and then I got bored. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a child. And I had a... I mean, that didn't come to that didn't October. That didn't happen to October, but yeah. In... 12th, it's Square Freak. 11th is Kishnabe. And in 10th, it's On Your Six. Uh, in 9th, it's me. Yay. Made, made some ground. Well done. Thank you. Uh, in 8th, it's VDJOMB. And in 7th, we've got VTFAN9. All uh, right. Well, that leaves uh, Solm67 bringing up the rear in 6th position. Uh, Fury AC3 in 5th. And uh, lovely Mark Hamer, Basement Shacks, in fourth. And then in third, it's myself. I think that's my highest finishing position ever. 
In second, with an impressive score of 108 in total, it's Drunk Rogue 68. And then in first, it's probably the bit that is no surprise, because he's been there since Fiori AC3 threw his bottom ball out of the pram. It's <laughs> Saintly Stewart. So there you go. That's the, uh, that is the final score tallied for 2019's Codec Momentum. Uh, well done to Saintly Stewart. Well done to Drunk Rogue yeah, 68. Well and well done to Matt. Uh, yeah. Some might say that's the final countdown, Matt. I do like the number I finished on the 69 quality number. Did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> there was, um, they did shake up the leaderboard quite a bit, the DLC stuff, because there's some impressive scores for the month. So I'm, I'm thinking there was a lot of um, benefit from the double ups and stuff like that. And the, and the bonuses there, was there? Yes, yeah, the the double ups yeah. definitely help. People were picking the same DLCs to to help each other through them, uh, and yeah, the bonus points, even though it was only three per DLC, it really helped. Uh, and there's, I mean, there were what, five scores that were in excess of thirty points for the month, which is pretty good going. Yep. I want to shout out Solemn sixty seven who put in a sterling effort and really pulled his position up. So that finishing in six was brilliant. Yeah, good work. Well done. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, but that's it. Fun's over now. <laughs> it is. Playtime's still... over. <laughs> I mean, okay. So the the long and the short of it is, it's been it's it's been a it's been a chore this year. I'm not going to lie. There's been a lot of hassle doing this constantly. It costs us a lot of money. It takes a lot of time, particularly for Matt, because it's it's Matt who you know produces all the um, all the data, collects everything together collates it makes sure that everything's tallied and set up and to be honest the one thing we've that's that's really hit home this year is that the leaderboard is totally detracting from what our original aim of this was which was just to encourage people to try and finish games that were on their part of shame and by trying to iterate it over the years with the complaints that people have had We've evolved the rules and we've changed the format slightly, and it just doesn't seem to have gelled with people. You know, we added in the hundred percenters, um, we brought in the finishers. We've, uh, you know, we've we've had to do bonus months to yeah, try and, uh, but to be honest, you know, steer people. You know, and 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 the whole having to police um, how long a game's been out or how long people have had it. it it's, if I'm honest, it, it's just not been enjoyable this year for us no so we're changing it we're not doing it again we're not we're not <laughs> the toys are going out of the pram uh we what we're going to do next year is we're actually going to try and if you're interested and you want to still complete games and and play games and have that sense of community that we we did enjoy from it then that's what we're going to try and encourage next year so um how are we going to go out doing that Matthew? so really we're going to make use of the discord channel uh, which quite a lot of the Codec Momentum participants are are on. What we'll do is we will pick, uh, and this will be as we go through the year through community suggestion as well, uh, but we'll pick three things. I'm saying things because it could be a gaming series, it could be specific games, it could be a topic, a genre. We'll, we'll see as we go through the year. But we'll pick three, we'll put them out on a poll on Twitter, 
And, and basically the one that gets the most votes is the one that we will go for for the next three months. So as of the time of recording, we put one out um, asking whether people wanted to do Assassin's Creed games, South Park games, or Ghost Recon games. And that's come back fairly close, actually, between South Park and Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed won out. So until the end of March, we'll just be attempting to finish Assassin's Creed games. If you own the games, great. If you don't and want to go out and buy one, fine. You know, whether it's on your pile of shame, whether it's one you want to add to your pile of shame because you meant to buy it for ages, then we're just going to play it. That's all we're going to do. And on Discord, we'll be sharing progress, asking for support, all the usual bits that you would do in a gaming community. As simple as that. No points, no scores, no prizes. If you don't finish it, you don't finish it. But we are here to support, and hopefully you're there to support us as well. Yeah, and that's uh, that's the idea. That's That's what we've always wanted to do, is just encourage people to try and go back to games and enjoy playing games that, that perhaps they'd had fallen by the wayside and we're all we're all guilty of this something new and shiny comes along and you you, you put something on the back burner and you never you never quite go back to it so that's that it's not i mean the way i envisage the way i envisage it it's not completely exclusionary if you want to do something else feel free to join in the discord and talk to us about it but it, it's to give people some focus and and we'll see we'll see how it works out but it might be that this this time we we just kind of came up with these series because we were thinking about you know these massive sprawling Ubisoft games that we've all got, uh, and it naturally kind of fell out into those franchises as, as the ones that we we had in mind. But like Matt says, next time it may be something a, a little less rigid. It might be you know I, I, it could be it could be something. Um, uh, What's the word I'm looking it could, for? It could be <laughs> something which abstract. RPG have you got on your hard drive that's not done? There's an FPS game that you put aside yeah. because Call of Duty came out. It, it could be something quite broad. Games, games you've never even focused. opened. You know that kind of yeah. thing. Like yeah. just a way for you to get to play the games that have been sat there for a while. And the, the Assassin's Creed ones that we've I know we've done a few other themes around them before, but they're just such monstrous games, especially the more recent ones. And there's so many of them. Yeah, so it's just yeah. everyone has probably got one somewhere lurking around and you've not got around to finishing. And it's to take the pressure off as well. There's no points involved. You haven't got to think, oh, I've got to finish this, this and this. And our phones are buzzing like mad because everyone's asking questions about whether it's legible or not and all this, that and the other. And it just takes that pressure off so you can enjoy playing it as well. We yeah. we just want to go back and have some fun playing games again as well. You know? Yeah. So let us know what you think. Uh, I'd be really interested... For people's feedback and to see how this develops and and to make it more conversational and less confrontational i'm going to put that out there right now you know let's let's just have some fun and go back and enjoy playing some games please yeah all right that was that well said <laughs> well said so to really draw a line under the old code of momentum we've got we've actually got two winners to draw for november and december we haven't done those yet uh, in November we never even recorded a show for because uh, things just got hectic so I believe you two have the, the capability to draw Mr Brown could you do November Mr Cornwolf could you do December please yes no no I can't click it's fake Andy. no I can't I just I can't remember Click the winner count. Either. No, click <laughs> the winner count. to do it, and I don't know. That was like nearly an hour ago, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> click 
can't remember what happened yesterday. Click the win. I know. I could tell from that quiz. <laughs> Click the winner calc tab. Right. And then up at the top is November. And the little purple November next to it tells you who the winner is. And then there's a purple December as well. Oh. Okay. All right. I'm going into my tiny format. My my tiny low pro format 110 case that at one time I held my Bose little tiny speaker in and is now, well, not at the moment because I've taken it out for the names, but holds a lens for my camera. And it is that's probably too much information, isn't it? If that's uh, too much information for this, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's Kishnabi for uh, New Gundam Breaker. New Gundam Breaker? Wow. New, um, how do you pronounce that? I'm not. New Gundam Breaker? New Gundam Breaker? <laughs> There you go. And I it was a finisher. Okay. <laughs> yep. Would be, wouldn't it? End of the year. All the cash. Great. Well, well there done, you go. Kishnabi. Congratulations, Kishnabi. Uh, you're Canadian, aren't you? How's that going to work? Let us uh, know. He has won before. I think he has EU PSN, which is quite handy. That would be helpful. Yeah. So, well, let's, yeah. let's know in, uh, on Twitter and we'll sort that out. And then, Ali, would you do the honours for December? Yeah, so I'm using my funky little tub here that I uh, normally put my money in from window cleaner. Oh, God, for a I'll second honest, there, it looked like a specimen jar. Yeah, I'll be honest. I, I Jesus thought, Christ, what am I, f***ing horse? I thought for a second you, you were going to I thought for a second you were heading in the direction of, I've got my special tub that I normally use for loot. <laughs> <laughs> when, you're, when you're having your Fuck special God, time on your next right all, all the bits of paper <laughs> are covered in Vaseline. Oof. Uh, <laughs> smells like cherries. Um, oh, God. <laughs> Uh, and the winner is at Solemn 67 for Burial at Sea Episode 1. Oh, nice one. Bioshock Infinite. I want to go back and play those, actually. That may be a topic later this year. Good at momentum. Oh, yeah, back to I've the got Bioshock, all the Bioshock games. games. I got them on the um, remastered on the collection. stuff and never played them. Yeah, I didn't finish <laughs> Infinite again on the collection. I love that game. Right, no, excellent. Congratulations, Kishnabi. Congratulations at Solemn 67. Uh, let us know what you want. And... So, uh, Colm, we will figure out how to get something to you in Ireland, because if I remember, it's a bit difficult. We'll figure something out. Yeah. Hopefully a nice digital code might work there. Right then. Uh, you boys got anything else? Happy New Year, everybody. So, yeah, that's the, that's the end of it. Happy New Year, everyone. And we will be back at some point soon with something. <laughs> we don't know what yet. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Take care. Bye. Bye. In a bizzle.